Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Before we move off of this game, we should get to it from the Browns' perspective. I mean... Can, can we let Baker Mayfield be here? Like someone needs to protect Baker Mayfield from himself. Nine sacks. He's finally now starting to say like, hey, maybe I'll get the surgery and I won't play week 18. Like, yeah, great, Baker. You're like seven weeks too late with this thing. I mean, it was just bad from the start this year. Just was not the Browns year. And they still have a long way to go before we sort of think of them as this perennial contender, perennial playoff type team. It's disappointing because I thought they looked, in theory, like ready to, to break through. I, I, I kind of bought in. You know, you have Kevin Stefanski. I was never a Baker guy, but I'm like, okay, between the head coach and the defense having a lot of talent, um, I, Baker just has to be kind of, you know, good or fine for this team to be at least a playoff team again. And maybe he can get better and outperform expectations. My question for you, Stats, is Baker back with the Browns next year and should he be? I think he'll be back. Um, I don't think they're going to give him a massive deal, though. Like, they picked up his option, right? Hmm. I believe they did. So, yeah, I don't think – I mean, I, I think it's clear. You can't give him $35, $40 million a season. You just can't. Um, but the frustrating thing is, like, it's not like the talent isn't there. We've seen this guy come in, play fewer than – fewer games than a full season his rookie year and at the time set the rookie record for touchdown passes in a season so like the talent is there but that's not everything something is missing is it is it health is it is it good coaching i don't know what it is but whatever he needed to continue that kind of guy he doesn't have anymore I think you have to explore quarterback avenues, though. I mean, like, so you can trade him uh, to clear the $18.9 million you're going to owe to him next year. I don't know who's taking on that contract, but maybe maybe there's a, a suitor out there. Like, let's say, you know, Denver kind of strikes out on their options or, hey, you know who likes really bad quarterbacks and to overpay for them? Matt Rule, step on down. Uh, in, <laughs> new Carolina Panthers starting quarterback is... Baker Mayfield, there you go. I solved it for you, Caroline. You're all you're, you're totally happy now. It's it's totally not just Sam Darnold Redux, but maybe a little better. Um, so I feel like there could be some spots. Uh, I feel like you have to make a run for Aaron Rodgers, obviously, which is you know who knows if that's attainable. But Russell Wilson or you know something, you have to do something. I, I just don't think you can run it back with Baker and think, well, we just got to get him healthier and that's gonna fix everything. Uh, like injuries are part of the equation here. I don't think you can just chalk that up to pure bad luck. And, you know, there's been inconsistency here, even when he has been healthy. So I don't know. I just feel like this, the, the Brown ceiling is capped when May- Baker Mayfield is here. And I feel like they, they kind of have um, some good things going for them in that front office. And I feel like they're not, they shouldn't be dumb about this. Like I, I, I expect <laughs> more of them. 
to to realize this and and be creative and find an exit strategy or something or at least I feel like they at least have to hedge. I don't know. Like you're just going to bring you know Baker Mayfield and Case Keenum back again. Like like where's the fallback plan? Um, so that's something I kind of worry about for Cleveland. Okay, look, I'm going to make you the Cleveland Browns here, and I'm going to be Aaron Rodgers, and I'm going to say, okay, Andrew Barry, sell me. Why should I go to Cleveland? Well, um, I don't think anyone has convinced anyone in the history of the universe to go to Cleveland. Uh-huh. Right. It's not. A, that's what I mean. Like, it's not. A, I put you in a tough spot. I agree. Uh, I would say, you know, like the defense, you know, we have things going for us on defense. You don't have to worry about that. That side of the ball is solid. We have some good pass rushers. Uh, there's good young talent there. The defensive backs are pretty good. Um, you have a running game to help support you with Nick Chubb, who is arguably the best running back in the NFL. You know, I wouldn't put him there with the season that Jonathan Taylor is having. And obviously Derrick Henry is in the equation, but he's top three at the very worst. Um you have some receiving talent to work with here. It's not like the cupboard is totally barren. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think, I think it's tough. It's not going to happen. And I think just from a historic, a historical uh, vantage point too, like, does that do anything for Aaron Rodgers? Like going to the Browns, you know, like going to the Steelers is different. You know what I mean? Like the, the allure of that and, or even going to the Broncos. I just feel like those are different kind of cultures, obviously than joining the team that is known most for losing. Yeah, that's uh <laughs> it's a tough sell. Um, does maybe Devontae Adams go with him? That's another thing that's going to be like, Ooh. there's a lot of unknowns there with Green Bay in that situation. Um, so we'll have to see. But I, I, I agree that I think it's clear that Baker is not the long-term guy. But if for some reason you could sign Baker for a contract that wasn't, you know, top of the market level quarterback, like if you could sign Baker for like $20 million a year, as opposed to 35 or 40, which is, you know, Dax is in that area. I maybe think about it. I maybe think about it. No, you can't do it, Sets. <laughs> I don't, Under I don't know circumstances. No. So is Baker a starter in the league? Forever? <laughs> no. Um, Next year. Again, if he's not in Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I get you. I was, I was being really bad at uh, answering the question. Uh, yeah, I feel like, again, there has to be a spot for him because there's teams that do stupid things for quarterbacks all the time. That's why I brought up Carolina. Like, right. I feel like you can find some someone who's desperate or like, you know, again, let's say like the Saints. What if they just like, kind of strike out on everything and they can't add anyone? Are they going to you know run it back with what they have with like Jameis again? Or would you at least want to put Baker in the mix there to see like, OK, can we get more out of him? You know, there's always going to be someone willing to take. Uh, a chance on the number one overall pick in the draft. Um, But I just, I can't, I just don't feel like the arrow is pointing up here. I just don't think we've seen enough ever at any point to really feel like super confident in that. Again, even when they were at their best last year, they were doing some nice things, but like, did, did anyone for like a sustained period of time outside of Cleveland, like really just be like, I believe in Baker Mayfield. Did anyone feel that way? No, I don't think so. I think you're right. Um, The other thing is there's this whole other side to this, which is like Baker was the guy that got you back to the playoffs, right? He was the guy. And if you get rid of Baker next year and you struggle, the fans are going to go nuts because they're going to say, look, Baker took us to the playoffs in 2021. He was horribly injured. He played the whole year with a torn labrum. And then you got rid of this guy. And now you're giving us what, you know, now we're back to the bad old days type of thing. So I think there is sort of that mixed in here, which 
you know, I think that's a, it's a factor. It's not the biggest factor, but it's part of it. Yeah, I think part of the problem is like you can't be plan A to me. And I've kind of said this about Jalen Hurts with the Eagles as well. You can't be like, well, we're just going to go back into this season with this and we're not even going to explore, you know, those other options. And it could very well work out that those other options don't shake out mm-hmm. and you come back to the table with what you have. And I just don't love that as a theory. It's like, okay, we're just going to settle at the most important position. Like we're just, <laughs> you know, that's going to be fine. We're just, we're just run it back with what we have. Um, but it might be the best option, even though in a vacuum, like it's not ideal. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Nilay Patel, the editor-in-chief of The Verge and host of Decoder, a business podcast where I interview CEOs about big ideas, the problems that come from those ideas, and how they make decisions. It is also surprisingly about org charts. It comes up a lot. We're launching a new limited series that we're calling the Centennial Series, where I talk to CEOs of companies that are over 100 years old, like Xerox, Barnes & Noble, and more. There's no 100-year-old company that's without its struggles, and it's been fascinating to talk to these CEOs about which parts of these companies' history are important and which parts they can let go. A little spoiler for you, if a company is over 100 years old, there's a lot of drama to talk about. It's been a good time. You can listen to the Centennial series right in the Decoder feed. New episodes of Decoder are out on Tuesday, and the Centennial series is out on Thursdays. Check it out. We think you're really going to like it. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Most of the time, we talk about tech in terms of a handful of gigantic companies like Google, Meta, and Apple. But some of the most interesting stuff we find online is the product of a single person. When you're working on your own, I think there's this beauty of being able to come up with an idea and then implement it. Then, in that moment, you don't have to have permission from someone else. There's no red tape. In the Vergecast series, Solo Acts, we'll get to know these people, the tech they use to get stuff done, and the obstacles they face trying to compete with the giants. Some people that I talk to and my friends are like, you know, your competitors are Zuckerberg and Musk. Like, aren't you kind of, like, afraid of that? Every Monday, our friend Ashley Escada will be curating and hosting these interviews and sharing with us what she's learned. I can't believe the McRib locator was originally a tornado locator. Right. <laughs> Pretty wild. Listen to our Solo Acts miniseries now in the Vergecast feed, anywhere you find podcasts.